Well, hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Thanks for hanging out with us. Pastor Joe, we've been talking about coronavirus a lot. Oh, I'm so tired of the coronavirus. Right? You can't get away from it. If everywhere you go, it's anybody, everybody's talking about it. There's nothing else to talk about. And it right. gets old. Like, we're how many weeks in? And it's not... A lot. So we're going to talk about something a little lighter today. Yeah, what's that? The end of the world! <laughs> so last week we talked about a lot of people get scared by pandemics and plagues and uh, global events, and they use it to point to, is this the end of the world? And we said, okay, no, we don't think that it is. Humble opinions. Yeah, totally just our opinion, but we don't think that it is. But I picked up on something, and that is even the, the concept, the idea of the end of the world stirs fear in people and it gets people kind of worked up. And I'm sure just by doing this video, we'll have people all over the internet mad at us. <laughs> but I want to talk about that. Like, why do we get so concerned about it? It's like, okay, what if it is the end of the world? Let's just say it is for a minute. So let's what? just say COVID-19 is the end, is of, the the end of the world. This is the pandemic to end all pandemics. And this is the beginning of the end. Why get why be afraid of that? Yeah. Is what you're posing? Yeah. So you, you use this uh, scripture last week, Matthew 24, where Jesus mm -hmm. says that his word, the gospel will go to all the nations and then the end will come. So he's like, there, there is an end, right? And if we kind of fast forward to the end of the Bible, we have Jesus, the last words of the Bible are Jesus saying, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. So we know it's happening. There is going to be an end to this world. And we know that the final conclusion is Jesus is coming back. He is coming back. What? So why the fear? Why do we get all worked up? So I was talking, interestingly enough about this and having nothing to do with anything, I was talking to one of my sons, who's a teenager, about Jesus coming back and the end of the world. And he was like, dad, you say, don't be afraid and it doesn't matter. But one of the things that he feels, and I remember being a kid feeling this way, is what is that? There's like a little acronym for this, fear of missing out. What's that, Jenny? FOMO. 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 I think that some, he was like, but dad, I haven't gotten a chance to do this and I haven't had a chance to do that and I can't do this and I can't do that. And I don't want Jesus to return yet because I might miss out on something. Yeah. And it's like, I think that's probably pretty common, yeah. right? And I that... remember feeling that way as a kid, like, Jesus, you can come back. Just wait till after this, this happens. Yeah, I want to graduate high school. I want to go visit a, you know, a tropical island or I want to hike, you know, the Appalachian Trail. So don't come back. Fear of missing out might be one reason why people go, I... I'm afraid that I'm going to miss out. Maybe I'm not afraid of the end of the world per se, but what am I going to miss out on if the end is now? Is that possible? It's possible. What do you and, think? And you think as, as we get older and we experience a little bit more, we maybe realize that those things that we were like, Jesus, don't come back until this happens. Then when it happens, you're like, meh. It wasn't so great. I mean, it was kind of fun. But I think probably as we mature, we realize too that if Jesus coming back means he's going to make all things right and new, that's better than pretty much anything else. Yeah, it's probably like, I'm not afraid of being dead, but I'm, I kind of don't want to die, right? Like, it's probably the same Bingo. kind of thing. Like, me dead, fine, with Jesus, but dying, I kind of pass on that. You know, I don't really want to go through that. It's probably the same kind of thing yeah. as we think about, oh, I'd love for Jesus to return 
But what's it going to look like leading up to that? Yep. Especially if we look in the Bible and we see some of the hardship that's promised and some of the things that are coming, we're like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yep, there's definitely a piece of my goodness that what the way the Bible describes the last days, there's a whole host of things, some some of which could be really traumatic and painful and hard, and none of us want to go through the process of dying, and none of us want to experience any kind of hardship. So those yeah. are all things that could make people afraid. And but isn't the isn't the outcome like isn't it worth it? Isn't the outcome worth it? So I I use this analogy. So when my wife and I were dating, we lived in different states and she would like come and visit me. And like knowing that she was going to come and visit, like I would for months that, you know, we'd go a couple months without seeing each other. For those months, like I would look forward to that day. Like I was so excited about that day when she would come. I mean, shouldn't we in some ways feel kind of like that about Jesus? Like I'm so excited for Jesus to come back. Yep. I, I think intellectually, yes, you're right. But what happens is we're real live people living out day-to-day lives in 2020, and we see the pleasures and the treasures of this world, and they become things that have a grip on us because it's right, it's delayed gratification, Jesus is coming back, versus immediate gratification, and it seems like immediate gratification wins the day. And because we don't fully understand and our faith isn't sight yet in Jesus, we, we don't, we question whether he is better we wonder, is he is it going to be better yeah. than a vacation in Hawaii yeah. or a new Tesla, right? Yeah. Is he really better than all of those things? So I think that's probably, yeah, we should intellectually go, Jesus, better, absolutely. But we live in a day-to-day where we struggle with that. What do you think, what role is played here in the fact that um, there's so many differing opinions on how things are going to go. Do you think that stirs up the yeah. ang- the anxiety yeah. surrounding Christ's return, the end yeah. of the world, however you want to say yeah. that? Because there are so many people that are going, no, the Bible says this, and no, it says this, and this is the timeline, and this yep. is the timeline. Do you think yeah. that that actually stirs it up more? I certainly think that there are people that go, there's some professionals that understand the timelines. If I don't understand the timeline perfectly, I could miss out on something, or maybe I don't understand it well enough. Therefore, it's like, yeah, I think ignorance, fear of not not knowing, all the different voices that are talking about all the different ways it could happen. Because on the on last day's chronology, there are good Christians who have differing opinions on how it's all going to play out. Definitely. And that and that causes confusion and probably fear yeah. for people. But I go to the creed where Jesus, I mean, this is what helps me. And the Apostles' Creed says, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I think that's like what's most important is we know that he's going to come. Right. That's what's most important. Right. Not how and when. And we, he's going to come and make everything right. And yes. that should be something we look forward to. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So Jesus really says, gives kind of one command about his return. And he simply says, be ready, right? Like in all things, in all seasons, because you don't know when it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I always like to play that game. Like it could happen now and now. No, no, it could happen now. It could happen. And I, you know, it doesn't work. But he says, be ready. What does that mean? Yep. Or Paul makes a similar statement, says, be sober and awake. Again, a readiness. First and foremost, we believe he can come back at any time. Nothing is going to keep him. When he says, come back, it's like, no. And there might be things that we look at in our world and go, 
this is the things that are leading up to, but the Bible teaches very clearly he can come back now. So I think it is being, I like the word sober, awake. You know, Jesus says ready, which means our minds are constantly aware of the fact that he can return at any time. And that shouldn't cause us to be afraid, right? Yeah. It should cause us to be excited and grateful and thankful because, man, oh man, he's going to make things right and new and it's going to be awesome. I don't know how and when all that plays, but it's going to be great. Yeah. And he calls us a friend. So, I mean, if you think about, it's been a long time maybe since you've seen a friend because you've been stuck in their house with Mm -hmm. coronavirus, right? You're looking forward to seeing all your friends. And he calls us a friend. So it should be something that we're like, yeah, we're excited about. We should. And I think other one little thing at First Thessalonians 5 teaches, which is helpful to me, that I think some of our viewers, with all the different views of chronology and all the different, one of the things that Paul makes clear in First Thessalonians 5 is that we're not objects of wrath. I mean, we were objects of wrath before we knew Christ. Then God poured his wrath out on Jesus. So now with whatever happens on the way to Jesus returning, we're never going to be recipients of God's wrath. That was poured out on Jesus. Yep. So we don't have to be afraid. It's right. it's the best analogy I think you already gave it. It's like anticipating a wedding day. Yeah. Why would you be afraid? That's like the best thing that can happen for us as followers of Christ, that Jesus is going to return. And we could be excited because we're not going to have to be a deal any of his wrath. We're, it's already been paid for on the cross. Yeah. We have nothing but hope and good things to think yeah. about. So tell us what comes to your mind when you get excited about and you think about Christ's return. And you know, this was a light, airy topic that we dealt with today. Pretty easy. Better than coronavirus. See you next time on Real Talk.